Good morning, Casey. Happy Monday. It's a Rocket and Tracy show. All right, we're going to come back in about four minutes. We're going to give you a uh, you know a chance to win a key. Now, this key could open up Hy-Vee's key to free groceries. Imagine unlocking that lock and you get all these groceries from Hy-Vee. We'll give you the first key coming up after trending. Yeah, so obviously the big news over the weekend was the coronation of King Charles. And I thought that um, my favorite part of the actual coronation ceremony, Mm -hmm. well, first of all, the Prince and Princess of Wales, William and Kate and their kids, stole the show. Everything was all about them, how pretty uh, Kate looked, their extravagant outfits that they were wearing, how little Princess Charlotte was the mini-me of Kate. I mean, it's so it's scary yeah, looking. It's how Prince pr- George is the very first, um, I guess, heir to the throne or whatever to actually get to participate in a coronation. You know, King Charles was only four when his mom was uh, became queen, and he didn't participate in the ceremony. Um, there was just a lot of cool things, but my favorite part was when Prince William actually vowed his allegiance. I, William, Prince of Wales, pledge my loyalty to you, and faith and truth I will bear unto you as your liege man of life and limb. So help me God. I just like that, how he got down and he like gave his dad mm-hmm. a little kiss on the head. And I don't know, I just thought that was sweet. A lot of people are talking about how Prince Harry was getting the less than royal treatment. He was relegated to the cheap seats. He was actually several rows behind oh, yeah. other people. But, you know, that's there's obviously a lot of uh, tension in the family right now. Um, and then uh, the cool part was the concert, too, when uh, Katy Perry and Lionel Richie, I think Nicole Scherzinger, there were a lot of people actually that performed at that royal coronation concert. The FDA is recalling more than 500,000 COVID tests over concerns they may be contaminated with bacteria. The 147th annual Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show kicks off today in New York City and it's official Yellowstone is ending for sure after season five. We've been hearing this over and over for a long time but the Paramount Network actually made that announcement on Friday and also confirmed that a month after the final episode's release in November we can expect to see a currently untitled sequel that will pick up where Yellowstone leaves off. So they're just going to pick some of the other characters and just continue on with the story. I don't care. As long as I get some kind of a Yellowstone fix, I'm fine. That's what's trending on Mix. Good morning, Casey. Happy Monday. We might see some rain depending on where you live, but the high is going to be in the 80s. All right, Tara's top of the hour is coming up. A chance to sit on the patio at Trezzo. What are you looking for today in the next 14 minutes? All week long, I want Tara's top of the hour to have to do with moms ahead of Mother's Day. So for today, send me a song you'd like to dance to with your mom. 816-476-7093. All right, our phone number, like Tara said, 816-476-7093. Let's find out what is trending. Well, first of all, happy Teacher Appreciation Week to all the teachers out there that work so hard, especially this time of year where kids are just shutting off their brains and um, kind of giving up already, but you still have to deal with them for a few more weeks. (laughs) Good luck. Taylor Swift fans are very happy after the announcement that she made during a show in Nashville over the weekend. She is re releasing Speak Now, or I guess releasing the first Taylor's version on July 7th, which will have all the original songs from Speak Now and then six new songs from The Vault. By the way, Matt Healy, lead singer of the 1975 and rumored boyfriend of Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. So he attended her concert on Saturday, hopped on stage, performed with Phoebe Bridgers. Then Taylor and Matt were photographed together in an SUV early Sunday morning, being driven back to Taylor's redhead condo. Mm. Mm. You decide.
Thanks to the Writers Guild strike, the MTV Movie and TV Awards looked very different this year. No host, no audience. I mean, everything was pre-taped. Uh, there was some Drew Barrymore skits, but that's, you know, she taped them before she decided to bow out. The best pre-recorded speech went to Tom Cruise, who won best performance in a movie for Top Gun Maverick. He accepted it while flying a fighter jet. Hi everyone, thank you so much for this award. I make these films for you. I love you. I love entertaining you. You know how much you enjoy it. How about you appreciate it? There's just no better feeling. And I hope you enjoy Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. It'll be coming out July. It is a wild ride. You have a wonderful summer. Thank you again for letting me entertain you. It's an absolute privilege. We'll see you at the movies. Fade out, Tom. Turn the plane! Yep, super cool. Uh, that writer's strike is also now affecting production on Stranger Things and Marvel's new Blade movie. It's been shut down. Katy Perry entertaining fans in several ways over the weekend. She went viral twice because of uh, the coronation. First, because she just looked super bored and people were sharing that video. And then in a video, she was seen struggling to find her seat at the ceremony, looking very confused, walking through the audience. And she had a good uh, spirit about it. Good, She was a good sport. She tweeted back to fans, don't worry, guys, I found my seat. <laughs> of course, Katy Perry and her American Idol co-judge Lionel Richie headlined the coronation concert for King Charles. That crowd went wild for Lionel Richie, and it is so funny to actually see the king and the royal family, who are normally very prim and proper, kind of like jamming, Loosing waving their little bit. flags. Was that a uh, <laughs> chorus singing with Katy Perry? Um, she had like a symphony. Um, yeah, because she, sounded... she had an orchestra, and then she did have a. There was a oh, whole wow. line of backup it was singers. Beautiful. That sounded great. Yeah, there was a big line of people up on stage singing with her. You know what I was thinking is what a big couple weeks it's been for Lionel Richie with his daughter's huge wedding week, and then performing for the king at his coronation. Mm-hmm. He needs to go home and take a little napski. Well, and then he brought some of that exciting stuff back to American Idol because uh, we already talked about how since Katie and Lionel were over there for the coronation, that Ed Sheeran and Alanis Morissette stepped in as judges for this week's episode, but uh, the newly crowned King Charles and Queen Camilla made an appearance from vi- um, on video from the UK to, cool. to American Idol and the contestants, and that was kind of cool for them. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is number one at the box office, bringing in $114 million over the weekend. I will say I was very satisfied. I'm a huge fan. It's my favorite Marvel franchise, and I like the way that they ended it. It's the last one in that installment, so go see it. In fact, I want to go see it again right now. And usually I share phrases with you guys, you know, things that like young people use, the Gen Z generation, just so that we can keep on top of things. Okay. But this is actually a poll I found that has a list of some of the top phrases that Gen Zers don't really understand. Um, Tell me if you still use any of these or if you've ever used them. Uh, The phrase beating a dead horse. Never. Uh, Yes. I'm familiar with it. I don't say it. I feel like I've used it before. Obviously debating something that's already settled. Uh, Rule of thumb. Yes. I've used that one. General guideline for something. Back to the salt mines. I've never. never heard that in my life. I don't think I've ever used that one. Do you know what it means, Tara? No, I don't. No. It just means back to work. Okay. Uh, especially when you have like a really demanding, like hard boss yelling at you. Um, take the bull by the horns. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that growing I up. I think as the a kid. reason I use it a lot is because of the Breakfast Club <laughs> <laughs> um, to deal with a difficult situation. Uh, you don't cut the mustard. I've never said that. Never. Never done that one. You're not good enough. Uh, what's your beef? <laughs> 
I like to use that all the time. You've got beef, we're beefing, we're feuding. I love it. Uh, let sleeping dogs lie. Have yeah. you ever used that one? Yeah. Don't interfere with a situation if it's not you know bothering you, whatever. Don't poke the bear, same thing. Uh, burn the midnight oil. Yeah, I've heard it. I don't say it, though. Staying up late, um, continuing to work or study. Throwing in the towel. I think we've all used that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Has. Yeah, to give up or admit defeat. Uh, and then finally, bite the bullet. Yeah. Yes. I think I've said that one. For yeah. sure. Yeah. There you go. So, guys, look at us. Look how cool we are and all the dumb phrases that Wait, we continue to use. Wait, we're not cool. Oh. <laughs> no, we are cool. Just young people don't understand those because- They're not cool. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're going to be cool. Gen Z's not cool. We're cool. Yeah. It's Rocket and Teresa on Mix 93.3.